Hey there, it's Pastor T with another Daily Psalmanac, where I hope to help you grow in the practice of prayer through a deepening relationship with the prayer book of the Bible, the Psalms. And today we are reading, reflecting upon, and praying back to the Lord, Psalm 74. I invite you to follow along in your own Bible at home or to listen as I read. O God, why do you cast us off forever? Why does your anger smoke against the sheep of your pasture? Remember your congregation, which you have purchased of old, which you have redeemed to be the tribe of your heritage. Remember Mount Zion, where you have dwelt. Direct your steps to the perpetual ruins. The enemy has destroyed everything in the sanctuary. Your foes have roared in the midst of your meeting place. They set up their own signs for signs. They were like those who swing axes in a forest of trees and all its carved wood. They broke down with hatchets and hammers. They set your sanctuary on fire. They profaned the dwelling place of your name, bringing it down to the ground. They said to themselves, we will utterly subdue them. They burned all the meeting places of God in the land. We do not see our signs. There is no longer any prophet and there is none among us who knows how long. How long, O God, is the foe to scoff? Is the enemy to revile your name forever? Where, why do you hold back your hand, your right hand? Take it from the fold of your garment and destroy them. Yet God, my king, is from of old, working salvation in the midst of the earth. You divided the sea by your might. You broke the heads of the sea monsters on the waters. You crushed the heads of Leviathan. You gave him as food for the creatures of the wilderness. You split open springs and brooks. You dried up ever-flowing streams. Yours is the day, yours also the night. You have established the heavenly lights and the sun. You have fixed all the boundaries of the earth. You have made summer and winter. Remember this, O Lord, how the enemy scoffs and a foolish people reviles your name. Do not deliver the soul of your dove to the wild beasts. Do not forget the life of your poor forever. Have regard for the covenant, for the dark places of the land are full of the habitations of violence. Let not the downtrodden turn back in shame. Let the poor and needy praise your name. Arise, O God, defend your cause. Remember how the foolish scoff at you all the day. Do not forget the clamor of your foes, the uproar of those who rise against you, which goes up continually. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. If you have ever thought or felt like the church is under assault in our day and age, like an unbelieving world is constantly throwing all sorts of things at us, all sorts of obstacles for us to try and overcome, if you've ever felt that way, you can take great comfort reading the Psalms, especially a Psalm like Psalm 74, where the people of God literally had the house of God under assault. This Psalm was probably uh, written shortly after the destruction of Jerusalem and specifically the destruction of the temple, the house of God, as the psalmist laments how they have cast down the sanctuary. They've set up their own signs for signs. They were like those who swing axes in a forest of trees. The psalmist is picturing still in his mind's eye how those barbarians came through and just tore down the house of God. Fortunately, we've not had to deal with that kind of opposition. In, a, in so much as we feel any kind of pushback to the message, it tends to be much more abstract and it's more um, words and, and that kind of thing. But it still can leave us feeling as though we're being opposed, as though we are under some kind of assault. Be that as it may, 
we turn to the Psalms and we hear this prayer crying out to God that he would have mercy on his people. And this is important. They don't uh, take up their own axes and say, okay, you guys are going to come in here. We are going to fight back. But instead, it's offering it up to the Lord and pleading with him and appealing to the promises of God and to his actions in the past, saying, God, remember your covenant. Remember the promises that you have made for us. This is important for us as believers in the 21st century, insofar as we feel as though we are under attack from the world. Our response should not to be to respond in kind, but as I often say, to respond with kindness, to love our enemies, to pray for those who persecute us, and to offer these prayers of, of anguish up to God, because he's the only one who's able to do anything about it. To say, Lord, please help, defend your church. She's being slandered. She's being dragged through the mud. People are, are, are persecuting us, are, are speaking false words against us and against you. What do we do with all that? We give it to God, and then we give love and compassion and patience to our neighbor. It's not easy. In fact, it can only happen as a miracle of God through the grace of the Holy Spirit. But friends, you have that spirit living within you. And through prayer and through beseeching the Lord's help, we're able to respond with the kindness, the kindness, the only response that is going to change the heart of a world that continues to oppose our Lord. Let us pray. Gracious God, help us to bear with this world in as much as it continues to push back against you, to oppose the message of the gospel, and even to persecute your people here and throughout the world. Lord, give us patience and the power through your spirit to respond with kindness, compassion, and forgiveness. You alone, Lord, can enable us to do it, and so we pray that you would do so. For Jesus' sake, in his name we pray. Amen. And now may the power of the Holy Spirit abide with you and enlighten you as you go forth this day to respond to others with the love of your Lord Jesus. Go in his peace. Amen.